This is the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast with addiction recovery specialist, Dr. Greg Lakin. Real people, real stories, real addiction, and real recovery journeys. The Road to Recovery starts now. Welcome back. This is Lakin Chronicles again. This is um, really Heather part three. Yes. And uh, I'm happy as can be just because this is the new Heather. And so um, just to catch people up on, on, this is our third interview, but your first interview was about being kind of in the depths of, of, of addiction with methamphetamines and opioids. And, and, uh, and then you had a lot of um, despair and helplessness, in my opinion, you know, with mm-hmm. regard to, I mean, you lost your kids, you know, many years ago. And, yeah. and there was a lot of, um, I want to say guilt and, and, and just hopelessness. And then our second interview, um, we started you on Suboxone. We tried to stabilize your mood. Our second interview, I didn't see much progress and I was pretty mean to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of basically was trying to find a motivator of, of, to spur you into action. I mean, I got the impression that, that you were still in a funk and, and, and not, not moving in the direction. Mm-hmm. I was actually truly fearful for that I was going to see you again because the methamphetamines and people will notice that in your complexion and your weight, the methamphetamines, as well as the addictions, you weren't going in the right direction. I was trying to say, Hey, uh, essentially, you know, you may never see your kids again, but you can shoot to see your grandkids, but at the rate you were going, Basically, at all yeah, no, and, that, and that's the beauty of it is, is, um, you were, you were pissed at me. Basically I had you trying to say your own obituary, Yeah. you know, hoping that that would spur you in action. I don't think it necessarily did cause I didn't see you after that for a while, but then again, back on Suboxone, back on, um, another medication for, to help with mood. But yeah, give us an update, Heather, because I'm, I'm thrilled to death for you. 60 days clean and sober today mm-hmm. on the 20th. I'm back. I moved back to my hometown. I have two jobs, and I have all three of my kids talking to me, hanging out with me, telling me over and over and over how proud of me they are. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily crazy about all the weight gain, but I'm adjusting. I think you look much healthier because, I mean, I I saw you as a family practice doctor yes, off and on yeah. for nearly twenty mm-hmm. years, and you had, you know, interstitial cystitis yes. and and fought you know, uh, very painful episodes, but then yeah. also, you know, we still have those because yeah. of stress. Um, like the other day, but I just I grit my teeth and yeah. I have too much to be happy for to yeah. let that like yeah so. And what, what I like about the message today, too, is, I mean, see, last time we talked, or last interview, you were in a, a bleak, dark I'm still place. in my downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. And and I I don't know. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom before you get up. But sometimes people don't even survive rock bottom. So I mm-hmm. always worry. But you, you basically um, had your kids taken away how long ago? Back uh, December 4th of 2008. Yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. We had the Christmas tree up. They already had presents underneath it and everything. So Christmas 
kind of is a sucky time of year for me anyway, mm -hmm. but this year I got hope for Christmas. And that would be due to addiction or? My daughter, yeah. you know, started talking to me, let mm -hmm. me hug her. And, well, to start from the beginning, though, yeah. you had your kids taken away for a long time. Yeah, you I just did. Had That's why I started doing that, mm -hmm. because yeah. I didn't have to think, I didn't have to feel, I didn't have to, you know, it was offered to me, and I was just like, just tried it, and I liked it. I smoked on a Thursday, had a needle in my arm by Sunday, and that's all she wrote. And really, 15 years of, of this spiral. Yeah. 15 years. Now, you've gotten clean, reconnected with your, your, your three children who were mad at you. Yeah, they won't they, talk to me at all. When they know that I'm using, they mm -hmm. absolutely will not talk to me at all. And my mm -hmm. son has iterated that over and over and over to me again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And they're how old now? You have three. Oh, my goodness. My son will be 24 here in a couple weeks, mm -hmm. March. Yeah. Um, my baby will be 18 mm -hmm. in May, and then my middle one will be 21 July 4th. Yeah. Yeah, they're grown. And, and, to, and to give hope to, to mothers that, you know, maybe had their children taken away, whether it was for good cause or not, I mean... Your children felt abandoned, yeah, basically, they and they were mad because yes. they didn't have a mom there nope. during a large portion of their life. They feel like I abandoned them. Like, I don't think they truly understand everything that happened with them getting taken away just because they get stories from everybody. So, mm -hmm. And they were young then. Like, my youngest was 5, mm -hmm. 8, and 11. Right. So, you know, um, and it's been up and down with, you know, not getting along with the grandparents and um, lots of family dynamics. Yes. Lots. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then, so they felt they grew up without a mom, and then, um, and they were mad at you. And then they, you'd see him occasionally, and you mm -hmm. said, like one time, one of your daughters just saw you and just started screaming at you because, yeah, you know. And and I, and I to be honest with you, that's that, what I had yeah. five and a half years clean and sober from mm -hmm. two thousand. 13, I think, to 2018, that blow up with her is what caused me to start using again. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't handle my kids being mad at me. And I just got her back in my life because I hadn't seen her for nine years. But when she right. turned 18, there was nothing her dad could say. Right. And then I felt like I was losing her again mm -hmm. and I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. So, yeah. yeah. But now they're back in your life, and yes. you, you you are even the one that was screaming at me. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, and 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 so, of course they're, and this is just normal, but they're a little reluctant, or they're protecting themselves a yeah. little bit, mm -hmm. where you have to prove that you're clean yes. and sober yes. over time yep. because they can't. But they get to see, you know. Um, I, you know, my daughter's dad helped me get down to Dodge, mm -hmm. but within, you know, he told me he was only going to help me for two weeks with a place to stay or whatever, and then I was on my own, so I'm like, okay, you got me down here, so what, now I'm going to be homeless if I can't find a job or whatever, mm -hmm. but I decided that, you know, it's a control thing, and I want to do this on my own, and I did, and my kids are seeing that, you know, even yeah. my son 
as commented, you know, he's like, Mom, you went out and got jobs all on your own. You know, mm -hmm. nobody helped you get those jobs. You applied for them and got them yourself. You know, he said, yeah, just everything I'm doing, I'm doing myself, but it's all positive and my kids get to see that. Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm helping myself and staying clean and sober, they're willing to help me. Oh, too. they're probably so. your biggest fans. Yes, they are. They just, yes, they you are. know, are, are so afraid of losing you again. But because it wasn't. How long ago you were literally living on the streets? Yeah, uh, sixty days ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, but I, you look much healthier. You you've gained weight. Your skin. Yes. You don't have any. I mean, you look healthy, and and you have a place to live. Mm -hmm. And do you feel? And there there is a. a you got to get stable and off of drugs, but there's a little time where you feel no joy. It's like a flat effect. Right. You've been bombarding your brain with surges of dopamine, either mm -hmm. with methamphetamines just to get up and deal with your day or, or opioids to numb yourself or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there is a, a time when you, you're you using either Suboxone or trying to get off drugs where you just have no joy. And how long did that last? Or um, Actually, I haven't, I haven't been there Okay. Yet. At yeah. All. yeah. Because when I got, well, okay, I take that back. Yeah. The first couple, two, three weeks, mm -hmm. um, because I, like I said, my daughter was weary about, you know, and she right. was mad at me. Mm -hmm. My daughter has never been mad at me in her life, my youngest. Mm -hmm. So, and for, we've never had an argument. She's never had an attitude towards me. So mm -hmm. when she got mad at me, like mm -hmm. it crushed me, like it, cause yeah. she's never been mad at me. So I couldn't handle it. But, um, so when she walked in, like when she finally decided to see me, and I don't know why she decided to see me Christmas Day, she just did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had an attitude like the first 20 minutes. She wouldn't look at me, right. barely said anything to me. And I did. I got upset. And, um, you know, I went to the bathroom because I was crying and just to kind of cool myself down. And because I've never been mad at her either or blown up on her but right. I was just kind of a little bit irritated just because you know if my kids have questions I want them to come ask me you know right. don't listen to what everybody else says because people think they know my life but really they don't and my kids and I have a relationship we don't lie to each other that's one thing where mm -hmm. I told my kids a long time ago that I will always tell them the truth if they ever want to know anything all they ever have to do is ask and I will tell them the good, the bad, the ugly. I don't mm -hmm. sugarcoat things either. They know all about my addiction. And so, um, I went to the bathroom and, you know, calmed myself. And when I came out, I asked her if I could give her a hug because, you know, I was told she didn't want me hugging or touching mm -hmm. her or anything. And, yeah. you know, she said yes. And I hugged her and I held on to her <laughs> for a little bit cause I didn't want to let go. But then after that, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Christmas is a great time for uh, forgiveness, really. Yeah. And that's what it was on her part. That's the yeah. best present anybody could have yeah. ever given me my whole life was mm -hmm. my kids talking to me again and help. Mm -hmm. And you had to forgive yourself as well. Yes. I mean, really, there's still... I still struggle with the guilt part a little bit, but I'm trying to not stay in the past mm -hmm. and you know take this and just move forward that's huge that's huge I, I really i think talking to you before i think you you felt so um 
your your past haunted you basically and, and, and so much yeah. guilt and 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 would ruminate on it and, and now this is a I story with a happy ending of going I forward. I can't change my past, yeah. but I can change my future. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So right now, two jobs, mm-hmm. place to stay. Yes, my kids all in my life. Yeah. Um, two of them live back at home. Mm-hmm. The other one, she, um, she's not necessarily always good at texting, but like mm-hmm. I still text her to keep up with, you know, let her know everything that's going on with me, mm-hmm. and that way she doesn't have to ask her brother and her sister. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and she will text me out of the blue, but I told her here in a couple months, I would like to go and see her. And she actually said that she'll come down and get me and take me back. So oh, perfect. Wonderful. Yeah. That will be, that will be great. Mm-hmm. Well, I want my kids. Mm-hmm. I grew up in foster care and I have a lot of siblings, but we don't know each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I do have a sister who lives in El Dorado that I talk to and I've been keeping up her up to date on things too because we're trying yeah. to establish our relationship back because she doesn't really have family either. Mm-hmm. So my kids got put in foster care. They got separated and they've had to grow up without each other. And I just don't, I don't want that for my kids. I don't want my right. kids to be my age and still be strangers to each other. So, you know, I told Aiden, I said, I'm putting our family back together again. Mm-hmm. And I want my kids, you know, to be in each other's life. Right. So um, she told me my very, when I get my very first paycheck that she'll take me out to eat. But I told her when I get my first paycheck, I'll take her and her brother right. out to eat. Perfect. So, yeah. Well, good. No, this is wonderful. It took a lot of courage, yes. I'm sure, to go to them and get and, and get get clean first, but mm-hmm. but but to to meet with her and then break the ice. And I was really them. nervous, honestly. Like I didn't because I didn't know how it was going to go. Yeah. I didn't know, um, but it just I don't know. Every day just gets better and. I have I don't know like God just does things for me now that it I can't explain it everything just falls kind of into place mm-hmm. like when I think you know I stress out over something it I don't I don't have to like it's just it's really weird and I can't yeah. explain it but just I don't have to worry about things because if as long as I have faith, like, I don't know. I just, I am. I'm happy and things are really good, good. for me. So. And I, I, I see a big change just they, in how my, your brain works. I mean, you know, when you're in crisis mode all the time and you're yeah. taking drugs and all you can worry about is like not being sick and where am mm-hmm. I going to get, you know, I mean, it, it, it is just a terrible place to be. And, it sucks. Yeah. And now you don't have that. No craziness in your um, life. My kids did watch the other two podcasts. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. they did. And yeah. it just, mm-hmm. you know, for them to see me like that and for mm-hmm. them, but like I said, I don't hide anything from them. I don't. Right. So I'm able to, I'm happy that they're able to see like where I was and like where I am. Oh, now. yeah. And really what they've done is they, they've learned those, you know, the the harms of drug addiction. They've, they've learned, you know, that that you can break the cycle, yes. whether it's foster care or drug addiction, you can break the cycle. And, and uh, how, how are you positioning yourself so that you will continue to succeed? I mean, you, you've reestablished. Yeah, just working and my kids. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if I use again, I mm-hmm. will lose my kids and I will mm-hmm. probably lose my kids for good. And I can't, 
I can't, I, I can't do that. I can't handle that. I made them a promise and I'm going to stick to it. I just, with having them back in my life, this is my chance. And, you know, now we're not separated by the system, the government, people, or anything right. else, you know. Um, even Aiden being 17, she's getting ready to turn 18, but right. she still comes and sees me and talks to me mm-hmm. and, you know, helps me. Um, she will text me every day asking if she can give me a ride home you know, from work. So I just, I'm not, I don't want to lose that. Right. Perfect. I, I enjoy it. Well, thank you, Heather, for coming and sharing a, a happy ending and yeah. and giving people hope no matter what's going on in their lives. And right. You're, you're, uh, you're very courageous. I took like the long way detour to get right. there, but I got yeah. there. So, and I hope, and oh, I'm going to, to meetings uh-huh. in Dodge. We've been going to meetings. I haven't, been able to go here lately just because of my work schedule, but my work schedule is getting ready to flip around. So, yeah, I'm doing the things that... Yeah. You seem like the Heather of old. 20 years ago, I remember you just were working, working, working all the time. And, yeah. And, uh, so good. No, I once I kind of I get my license back and get mm-hmm. a place, I'm going to kind of cut back on, probably go back to one job, but for the right. time being, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, good. Well, thank you, Heather. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Dr. Lakin is a board-certified family medicine doctor with an emphasis in addiction medicine and over 25 years of experience. For addiction recovery services in the Wichita area, please visit www.centerforchangeks.com or visit samhsa.gov for a national directory of resources and recovery centers in your area. You can also find these links in the podcast description. Thank you for listening to the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast. And remember, you've got this.